Hallelujah. I bless the Lord this good evening for his goodness and for his mercies and for what he continues to do with our lives. I thank him for this very minute that he's granted us the chance and opportunity to hear his word. Uh, I thank God for the time that he has given us in his presence. Uh, today, I want us to discuss the word of God and I want us to discuss the word of... Uh, uh, I want us to discuss and understand what the word of God is. I want to continually build on the understanding of what the word of God is. And number two, I also, also, also want to discuss on why it is written. Drawing my revelation from the book of Luke, uh, when Jesus was tempted, and we want to look deep into, possibly as the Holy Spirit will allow, on why it is written. As the Holy Spirit of God was teaching me uh, to understand so that I may have confidence in his word, so I want to make you also understand because he teaches so that we can also teach one another and we can also bring each other to uh, a place of understanding. And I want to make this be the objective of our lesson. One, we ought to understand on how to rely on the word of God for praying or petitioning. Number two, to understand the power of the word. So I want to ask some guiding question. Why the word of God is called the word? What is the word? What is the word? That is the question that I want us to, 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 to ask. Now, we come from a setup, uh, an African setup, where I have heard that many parents, before they depart, they leave a word. And the word they leave is uh, either a word of instruction, all it is a word of promise, the word of or a word of counsel. Uh, many parents before they depart, they leave a word. And so this is how I define the word. It is any statement given to a person by one person in authority to give an assurance of a promise. All to give instruction, all to give direction, all counsel. And then a word, any word, or a word, when a word is left, a word is left, a word can be left by a parent to a child, a boss to an employee, a leader to his follower, or a leader to... To, 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 to a person who helps him execute his leadership role, a governor or a king to his subject. So any word 
that is spoken from a place of authority remains even when it is uh, he is absent now we say a word is anything that is spoken to instruct all it's a word it's any statement of promise for instance if a parent wanted to give you an inheritance in a certain place that you may not know you may say by a word either to his uh, trustee or uh, any other person that he has given you a certain place or even tell you that he has given you a certain place to be your own and that is a word that means uh, if you have received uh, any inheritance from a parent uh, uh, you have inherited that by his or her word so you can count on that word to either uh, request for that uh, for that uh, promise or you can if by any means there arise disputes over the same issue uh, of somebody trying to take that which was given to you you can use the very word that you were given to petition to the one who gave you or to petition to any relevant uh, people uh, by the word that you were given in other words the word secures a promise another thing we see is uh, by the word we see a word can give instruction uh, or counsel and uh, there is a story of the sons of rechabite in jeremiah 36 a people who were told for them to be able to live long in the land that they were strangers that they were not to build houses permanent houses neither were they to uh, plant all the uh, uh, vines neither were they to uh, drink any wine uh, for them to have longevity of life and even though the father had departed long and this word of instruction had been passed to some several generations they uh, god actually recommended them for having honored the word that their father had left though the father had departed they had kept the word of the father so again we see a word being left of instruction to a people to help them uh, to counsel them and to guide them on how they were to live long in the land they were in a word is a, uh, a word is any statement of instruction or counsel you get what i mean so uh, why am i bringing such a foundation
required or in his servants be verified and this is one of the things that makes the bible one of the most outstanding books of the time and it cannot be any lesser in fact it cannot be compared to any book now when you read the bible we see uh, we see what god brought or gave to man as his word so that man may understand man may understand what it takes to relate with god for uh, for god we need to learn and especially now that we are fallen state in fact uh, we are in our, fo- uh, our bodies are in a fallen state we needed to relearn of what it takes for one to really commune with God in his character of righteousness and justice. And for that reason, we have to rely on what God inspired on the men whom he entrusted his word for it to be written and for us to refer to. Now, God was teaching me this one thing, that we can lean on his word. We can lean on his word. Look, if the, the word of a parent who may be absent, having been passed to generations, can affect generations not even to build permanent houses, uh, no matter how wonderful that would have been. Uh, they never drank wine, no matter how good that would have been. Uh, and it was powerful to that extent. To the place that even God himself acknowledges that the Rechabites kept the word of the Father and he said that there will not lack one to stand before him. I mean, he acknowledged the honor they they gave to the word. Now, and he said, one of the complaints that God had is that the children of Israel, whom he had spoken through prophets, as though he wakes up to speak to them, did not keep the word so that they can live long in the land that he promised. You see, uh, the word of God is powerful. And God was training me and teaching me that it, it, the word of God can be relied upon. How we would hearken to it how we would hearken to it because our hearkening to it would and uh, would uh, would secure his promises over our own lives and that is one thing that we need to learn number 2 when we are curbed with situations and circumstances that almost make us see as though the word of God is not true, we can always be sure of that which he has spoken. Why? If our own, the words of our own parents spoken in their departure can be powerful to affect any disobedience, and we have seen this in that in in our own our own times we see of people who have been affected by transgressing the words of their fathers who were departed and we see harsh consequences against them how much more the word of god who is living the bible says that the word of god is is uh, is active Praise the name of the living God. It's living and active. It's living and active. Meaning what? That 
it it is still alive like an electric wire with power so is the word of god it is the ability to change anything it is has uh, it is above our, the situations and we can count on it now if a boss leaves you a word of anything that he needs you to perform whether he is present or not you will obey it why you know from whom it comes from in other words every word spoken uh, is equal to the one who speaks it so if god speaks his word is equal to him you can count on it it has the ability to do what he wills and intends and that's why it's written that his word never returns to him void why it must accomplish what he has sent it for and what he looking at uh, uh, at the book of luke it is amazing that when jesus was uh, immediately after baptism he was led to the wilderness and he stayed there for 40 days and 40 nights but it is amazing that bec- uh, that he had voices and convictions that came to him and these convictions were not for were not from god no i want to believe that satan was not as present i mean did not uh, uh come pleasant i mean present himself like a man there were convictions and these convictions were trying jesus to prove himself as the son of god or as one with the power Ah, and it sounded convincing it is sounded as though it it, it is a, a, it is a good thing however these convictions that jesus was feeling or healing were to be subjected to one thing what is written so it is possible that even after you are in prayer you find yourself exposed 
to spirits. My teacher says this, that in the spiritual realm, there, there is not only the Holy Spirit who is there. There are also other spirits that are not Holy Spirit, that are not holy. So, it should not surprise us that when we are in moods of prayer, we, we hear different convictions. You need to understand every conviction that comes must be tested against what is written for it to be authenticated as the voice of God. And this is what Jesus did. When, 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 when Jesus was, uh, was uh, after, when he was, uh, when it completed, uh, Satan came and said, if you are the son of God, I'm reading uh, Luke 4, the devil said to him, if you are the son of God, come out these stones to, to become bread. And definitely, when one is coming from uh, fasting, you want to see signs and wonders. <laughs> but on what basis? Uh, Jesus would have wanted to prove himself. But see, it was a test. He was hungry. He needed bread. And then here comes the voice. Ah, so you can change these stones to bread and eat. And he said, man, it is written. Man shall not live by bread alone. So here, though he had a conviction that he should change bread, uh, stones to bread, he he, he, he had the wisdom to weigh that against what is written and see it inconsistent with what God's will is. Why? Because the foundation of any, anything that God will ever say will be based upon what is written. And that is the greatest understanding that anyone who desires to be spiritual must have. And, and, and Satan goes again and says, Ah, you, uh, uh, he took him and shown him the kingdoms of the world. And in a moment he said, to you I will give this authority and their glory for they were delivered to me and I will give, him, I will give them to whomever I will. If you will uh, worship me, I will be yours. And Jesus answered him, it is written here again. You shall not worship the. Uh, you shall worship the Lord your God and serve Him only. Ah, then the other one is also a, a good one. He says, "Then Satan still came to him. If you are the Son of God, throw yourself." He took him up on a pinnacle and told him, "Now throw yourself, for it is written." Ah, Satan uses it is written. Yes. And then even where what is written had to be discerned at whether it's being used rightly. Because Jesus answered, you shall not put your God to test. Again, according to what is written. See, how well he was versed with what was written is what made him grounded enough to counter the very temptations that were brought against him by the devil. Again, how founded are you in what is written 
Many people and many spiritual people make the mistake of just believing every conviction that comes, comes from God. It is not so. The truth is, it is not all convictions. It is not all prophecies that at times you feel prompted in your spirit that must be coming from the spirit of the living God. They must be tested by the word of God and through the word of God for them to be authentified as from God. Hallelujah. Why it is written helps you. Petition for anything that may have been differentiated you or denied you from accessing by any force anywhere. One thing with the word of God, it helps us pray. Now, if God promises wisdom and I see, I feel I'm hindered in wisdom or health or say anything that you may be needing, you can petition to him by his word and he will be quick to give. Bye. 
I can pray with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless you and we ask you for this understanding in a great and mighty way in Jesus' name. Help us appropriate it in our lives to the glory of your name. Amen in Jesus' name.